0: Ah. I want a vehicle. I want to join. There we go. I got you through my headphones and it allowed me to actually join your call this time. What? I know. I know. Crazy. You have no
1: visual, though. Oh, really?
2: There
1: we go.
0: Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about yeah. video games and beer. I'm Ben Joining me this week, as always, is Mr. Adil Hello. Hello. You're looking very bright, sir. The sun is in your eyes. Yeah, but it's really, it's it's kind of
1: annoying, but it's also really luxurious having the sun warm your <laughs> face, so I'm just <laughs> going to take that and sort of squint at you guys like some sort of pirate.
0: Nice. That's fair. That's fair.
1: We're doing lots Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Exactly, uh, and you can also hear Lucy Yearwood, who's Hello. not in quite as much sun.
3: No, I, I'm at the back of the house, so I don't really get much sun. I've no vitamin D. <laughs> That's not Got good. Got rickets. Oh, dear. <laughs> Beer's Hide the only the thing that makes me cope. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: Nice. Uh, how are you, Lucy? You good?
3: I'm tired. <laughs> well, not <laughs> even though it's twelve thirty. I'm tired. I'm not used to recording. I'm out of my <laughs> comfort zone, but. As soon as Mm. a beer gets down me, I'll be fine.
0: Nice, nice. And how are you, Adil? You good? Yeah,
1: pretty good. I'm also tired. I have a bit of the the lagged jet in me, but what can Mm. you do? How was Canada? It was good. Nice. Yeah, uh, I I managed to uh, go to a few breweries, which was nice. Mm. uh, Excellent. Yeah, Vancouver is quite the... um, uh, I didn't realise how many breweries there were... were there but it is definitely the west coast um yeah. there were i uh, went on like a five four five um brewery crawl and could easily like within a 10 minute walk added another
0: five more nice that's yeah cool. and these are all, um these are brewery in their tap rooms rather than bar. yeah sorry ta- so i'm talking about specifically mm. tap
1: rooms i'm not yeah, talking yeah. about um there are there are also a bunch of like Proper craft um, pubs, which, you know, have mm-hmm. rotating stock of 20-odd beers or whatever from nice. various places. Very nice. Yeah, cool. so uh, I'm looking forward to the next time I hit that town to, to see some more and, and pops possibly actually record things.
0: <laughs> Try and hook up with some Vancouver people. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, let's crack open some beers. Lucy, what are you drinking this week?
3: I am drinking, because it's only 12.30, a pale ale Mm. called Body Riddle, and it's from Whiplash. Okay. Um, They're an Irish brewery. Don't know how long they've been um, trading for, but I've only recently discovered them, but they're brewing some of my favourite beers at the moment, so Mm. I haven't had this one yet. Um, Looking forward to trying it out. um, Nice. Doesn't really say anything else on the can. It just says it's unfiltered, 4.5%. Yep, brewed in Ireland.
2: Excellent. Ooh, this
1: is like?
0: Cool. Adol, what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking the Don't Mess with Yorkshire Ale from Northern Monk. Oh. Nice, classy, white sans nice. serif text on um, black back, uh, can. Ooh. Uh, no flavor text. It's um 4.5% ale with advice good Yeah, and
0: yourself Um, I've had this sat on my shelf for a little while um, so I thought I'd uh, as we're only going to be drinking uh, beer or I'm going to be drinking one beer this week um, I thought I'd go for the Founders Backwards Bastard the age the ale aged in oak bourbon barrels Ooh, it's the only flavour text you get Um, it's a 355mm milliliter, bottle, Millimeter. Millimeter, yes. <laughs> um, but you, it doesn't tell you the alcohol percentage.
2: Really? Okay, it just honest. says
0: that it's, it, it just says that it's got um, approximately 3.4 standard drinks within it and one standard drink contains 12.67 mils of alcohol i can see where the uh, alcohol percentage should be on the bottle hmm. but it's worn so much on the label hmm. that i can't uh, actually read I, I, I it
3: that. Is. i'm sure it was like eight, was it eight i was just eight, saying it must be pretty strong
0: yeah i i thought it was maybe a, 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 from what i read in the uh the ferment uh magazine I think it's about a nine or a ten, something yeah. like that. It is yeah, it slightly must be higher because thing. like this um this can, this four forty ml can is
1: two two units at four point five percent. So mm. a bottle at would you say, three point
0: seven? Almost three, twice? Three that. point yeah, three point four. Yeah,
1: so it must be about ten. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes, well we've got we've got ages, I shall luxuriate over this slightly higher alcohol beer. As we go, uh, Adol, I'm going to come with, come to you first, man. Have you managed to play anything on your what you've been on your travels for the last sort of week, uh, week
1: and a half? I have. I played um, mobile games.
0: Ooh, yay! Mobile. Hmm. Um,
1: I games? had my Humble Bundle app installed and finally opened it up and realized that it had this whole twenty uh, odd games on. Uh, that I could, I had apparently I bought a bundle or something at some point uh, of mobile <laughs> games. Um, so, I, I will, I'll, I'll just touch a little on the ones that I played more than 40 seconds of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, good Snowman is hard to build.
3: I like that game.
1: That's a fun yeah. little puzzler. You're this weird black blobby thing Um, and you basically walk into you're walking through a neighborhood and you're building snowmen and i that means that you need a large ball a medium ball and a small ball and as you you sort of walk into the areas there it's it's basically like a grid so if it's nested at the top you're never going to be able to push it down because you can't you have to push it from the opposite side like Mm -hmm. you were rolling a ball so you have to calculate where, um, what angles to push things where. And also, if it rolls on grass, it stays the same size. But if it rolls on um, snow, it'll get bigger. And so that's how you can get the right size balls. But that also means you have to plan where you're putting the snowman. So that yeah. the approach of all three balls is the right size. Nice. Uh, and it's got quite a good variety for that simple set of mechanics, essentially. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's got a really cute art style as well, which I love. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: It was really good for, like, on the plane, Yeah. calm,
2: do-do-do-do-do,
1: rolling balls. (laughs) (laughs) Which is going to be my new ringtone, I think.
0: Nice. nice. Um, So, yeah. Is it it something that the the levels are quite sort of quick to do? It's it's all all on the
3: same screen, isn't it? It's all, as you say, it's just one big grid and you just go... You can tackle each puzzle as you want can't you because they're all in separate parts of the grid Mm. yeah i think some you have to do together because they're quite close together and
0: there's some overlap yeah but say if you Mm. get
3: stuck on one you can just come back to it i think all the snowmen have snowmen and women that have names don't they yeah as soon as they get built
1: you you like you walk in it's like hey andy or whatever and then you Mm -hmm. build a snowman and then it adds the accoutrement like the hats and scarves and glasses and personalizes them so each snowman is unique you just um it's its own unique snowflake um much like lucy's uh skype avatar uh yeah use snowflake
2: uh, i've never changed it yeah I, can tell. I,
1: I I would never believe that you picked snowflake um but yeah and so it's nice because you don't have just like you don't you're not spending any time gathering resources or doing anything to make them look different you just get this nice little oh this is the snowman you built Mm. um Mm. versus just like build a snowman next level like it's a nice touch adding the uniqueness yeah sort of as the reward um yeah and it's got to be a less than a couple pounds i would assume on the um on the if i was smarter i would have actually looked things up on the play store um (laughs) before talking about a bunch of mobile games but
3: uh yeah and it's on steam and Probably cheapest chips.
0: So. More than yeah, like, I can see like...
1: playing it um on a computer though. I i'm I, I, flicking with the touch screen seems really intuitive. Yeah, I've, and... I
3: played it on Steam, but so it was just the arrow buttons. It's such a simple, Fair. you know, it's very mechanically, you know, simple. So I didn't even know it was on mobile until you just said to be honest. Huh. Um, mm, also, mm.
1: Uh, I looked it up on the Play Store covertly while talking, and because I own it, it's not giving me a price. <laughs> <laughs> I you. shall, I
0: shall have a look to confirm. Yeah. What's it, it remind me of? The full a title. good snowman is hard to build. A good snowman is hard to build. I shall fact check now. Uh, while I'm doing that, Lucy, how's your beer? Ah, uh, it's
3: good. It's, it's 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 your typical pale ale, to be honest. Um, it's juicy. It's fruity. Um, it's got a nice bitterness at the end. It's quite bitter. I'd love to know how many IBUs it is. Um, but yeah, it's got the bitterness at the end just to round out the uh, fruity and juicy flavors. Um, it's quite, it's probably medium bodied. It's quite smooth. It's got that kind of juicy texture to it as well. And um, but yeah, the, the aroma is divine as well. As soon as I popped the can open, I could just immediately smell light cheese and passion fruit and mango mm. and everything from nice. like you know couple inches away so yes yeah, they make good beers um whiplash definitely check them out uh really like this one um i think i had a was it a it might have just been another pale. i can't remember if it was a double ipa from them I Have to check the name get you that by the end of the pod but um that was beautiful I, i'd compare that with um like some of the beers dare are brewing at the moment mm, so, mm. so yeah but this is another stellar beer from them really
0: good. Nice. Was that the one that you'd uh, you commented on to us to say that it was sort of a new brewery um, yeah. you hadn't sort of heard of before but this was a really good beer?
3: Yeah, th- those are the ones, Whiplash, yeah. Mm mm-hmm.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, Adil,
3: how's
1: your beer? Mm. It's um, straw coloured, hazy, really juicy, fruity um, nose, mm-hmm. sort of citrusy, it's nice and wet, um, only a touch bitter um it's a, yeah. it's a nice pale ale um like i said uh, it's got some nice citrus and a little um a little more tropical as well to round it out um in the in the taste, yeah so just a nice solid um pale ale uh, I'm a little surprised at how light it is, given that it's got mm. such a strong name.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) Mm. but yeah, it's a good four point five percent ale. Um, it's great matching the sunshine hitting my face, which is slowly moving. So I need to like shift over. Um, Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised at um at at how light it is, to be honest. Okay, it's
0: four point five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, Ben, um, this backwards bastard, you instantly get that that bourbon mm. smell off of the nose and uh, when you first sort of taste it you are kind of you're hit with that sort of that alcohol that burn that sort of like that bourbon rub sensation um and it's nice uh, i've only been having sort of small sips of it yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah each each subsequent sip the, the bourbon kind of loses that hit a right. little bit mm. um, but that's just my my palate getting used to that flavor you know it's kind of when you sit there maybe with a, a a really good bourbon you don't lose that flavor across sort of like one two maybe three drinks um i think whereas with this it kind of it, you get used to it quite quickly mm. uh, i think maybe if uh, you know a third in or, or something like that i could probably have a a gulp as such right. Uh, and, and, and it sit quite comfortably um but that that kind of bourbon that sort of oak slight smokiness to it uh is kind of all there is really mm. um it's it's not too dry it's not too wet it's kind of sort of sits in the middle a little bit, so mm. that that oaky kind of flavor lasts a little bit mm. um but it isn't too overpowering it doesn't sit with you for too long but I mean, we've we've spoken previously, and I chatted with um, uh, Sam and the Chancellor campus guys about a beer sort of being a beer, and this kind of doesn't quite have enough beer to it. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's mm. it's a, it's a very pleasant drink. Definitely. Mm. I um, wonder if
1: when you get used to the bourbon, if some of the more beery parts might come out, or whether it'll just sort of turn bland or
0: possibly we should yeah. see uh, yeah. i don't think it'll take me take me long for the the flavor to sort of uh, you know yeah like be absorbed by my palate but yeah. Um, but yeah yeah we'll see after a few a few conversations <laughs> uh, yeah
3: uh, founders are really good at like aging their beer in like mm. you know bo- that's what they're known for in, like bourbon barrel aged beers but i think a lot of the time the alcohol does get in the way, and you know the focus on that does get in the way of actually it being a beer. Mm, <laughs> Before mm. the beers that I've had from them, um that is like the Kentucky Breakfast Stout that I had. Oh yeah, that, was, yeah. that it was just so alcoholic to the point where it's like, am I, am I drinking a beer or is this just whiskey? It's <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: just straight yeah, liquor.
3: Yeah, yeah, really well made, but it's like. um I think they need to strike a bit of balance for me. Mm. me Mm.
0: Mm. I mean, I suppose they're pushing to the American market mostly. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, they might like different sort of, you know, taste profiles Mm. and things over there. You know, what's hot in the UK might not be what they're sort of looking for over there uh, at the time. And and beer in the US is a lot more regional as well. Um, You know, I don't know how much of a reach founders have. I think uh, they're across quite the, the a continent. Big but...
3: one, actually. I know mm. their beers are very famous over there, and you know, people line up in queues. and um, I think they just announced that they're going to be brewing a. It's a CBS, what is it? Something? Breakfast uh, stout, Canadian or something like that. Canadian yeah. breakfast stout, and you mm. know, making the waves, and people going nuts over it. So mm. And they mm. do these every year, so yeah. I think they have quite a big reach as far as I know and they've just yeah. started exporting over to like um the UK with mm, some of their mm. uh, yearly products as well so
0: nice
2: mm.
0: ones to look out for a little bit more yeah. over here i have seen their all day ipa in mm. um, um in a lot more um pubs um, and bottle shops you know that's that's one that i'd had absolutely ages ago probably the first founders beer i'd had yeah um with the crazy station wagon with a canoe on the top, serial killer esque scene <laughs> the, uh, uh, on the bottle, um, but yeah, definitely one to, to to keep looking out for as well over here. Uh, to to bring up the fact check, uh, a good snowman is hard to build. Four forty nine. Okay. Oh, it's a little higher than I would <laughs> hope.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, you, you'll okay.
3: definitely be get it on Steam. You know, yeah, it'll probably be like a quid on Steam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everything on Steam, yeah. a quid, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Adol, jump back into the, uh, the the mobile games you dabbled with, or at least played a little more of than, um, yeah. than some.
1: Um, looking uh, Concrete Jungle. Not
3: familiar it's a, with
1: that one. No. It's a little game. You basically um, you're a city planner, and Ooh. you've got basically rows of Five blocks um hmm. and by sort of a never-ending um set of columns mm-hmm. uh and you're basically trying to get depending on the level the difficulty of the town you're trying to get um, a certain amount of points per row and so houses score points but um based on how many and other buildings sort of give points other buildings uh, give points around them or take points around them, uh, mm-hmm. and you sort of have to stack up those point scoring. So it's basically like a park gives points to all um, all nine um, boxes around it. Mm-hmm. Right, um, okay. uh, a, a store will give it one to the left a point. A factory will give um, negative points to the diagonal adjacent ones. And so certain things have certain benefits – um, and you're trying to, yeah, and then you just basically put a, uh, you don't get the points until you, um, plant a house on, like if it's a, if it's got a two point on it and you put a house there, it'll collect two points. If you do another thing that will give that spot a, a positive value, that house now scores three points or negative value, it'll score down to one. And so you have to, pl- you basically just block planning a little mini puzzling as you go along. Mm, mm. Okay. Um, and then... The non-point scoring buildings, um, you can also um, sort of, they have utility, and utility allows you to buy more cards. Cards are the buildings in your deck, so it becomes a deck building game after oh, the first right. couple towns. Mm. Which uh, which was good, because it, I, I just started the deck building stuff, so um my deck isn't really very well built but it was a really good thing to be surprised by it was like oh this yeah. there'll be a fun diversion for like commutes kind of thing and i was like yeah. oh there's like a second lot layer of strategy now um so you can tailor you know set your set of cards towards each other um which yeah. i thought was a really cool way of giving it a lot more strategic edge than just this is going to be the puzzle of the town you're going to get this cycle of cards and now it's five points per mm-hmm. per row and so, as soon as you score the point threshold, um, that uh, if it, on the close, sort of the the furthest to the left row, your earliest row, if hmm. once it scores the point threshold, it disappears.
2: Okay, and then you yeah. get,
1: and then, and so you're sort of actually demolishing <laughs> everything, just sort of disappears. <laughs> but that does mean that, like, you can get in situations where you, you can have scored the right thing in other rows, but not be able to. Do anything about it, like they don't disappear because they're not the leftmost. And mm, um, yeah. if you've screwed up the leftmost, then the only thing you can do is um, you can use one of your three lives per le- per town, basically, and burn mm-hmm. the leftmost row, and that might trigger your other ones to disappear. But it also means you get bonus points for um, multiple disappearings in a row. So basically, if you set up, if it's like three points per row, and you've got the second and third row already at three points, and then you score. The first row, you'll get extra points for going one, two, three immediately, sort of the, the domino effect. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm actually that's one of the games I'm still probably going to poke at while I'm yeah. here, even mm. though I'm not traveling and have access to other gaming stuff because of this deck building thing. Mm. So I'm super pumped to find out more about it. No. It, is, oh, is, gonna... is the over,
3: sorry is the overall goal just to get as many points as you can?
1: Um, is so it like you,
3: Tetris or something like that? You just go um, for the So each most town points has has a
1: is basically like a track you could think of it as. So there's an end mm. point to the level and you're oh, trying to get okay. through. And to get um but each each level has a certain amount of stars. Mm-hmm if you obviously as soon as you lose a life you're never going to have three stars three stars um so there's replayability in the oh um, i see yeah. in the levels themselves to you know if you care about perfecting the 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 level um you know if you find yourself in a bind you can still finish the level but then go back yeah. and, and replay it so that you don't have to use any oh, lives oh okay um, which also is, I think will probably come in uh, into play more with the deck building on the tougher towns. I'm, I'm guessing that some of them I might not be able to do with my sort of stock deck perfectly, mm-hmm. but as I tweak, might be able to come back. So
0: Yeah. yeah I was going to say it sounded like sort of a, a pretty standard kind of puzzler with this city builder uh, element as kind of the presentation mode until you kind of started talking about the deck building stuff. And, It just kind of, you know, opened up, I suppose, made it more strategic, gave it more depth, uh, allows you to go back and replay it rather than just going, here's a puzzle done, here's a puzzle done, here's a puzzle done, and and just running through it quite quickly.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So I'm hoping that there'll be, um, that it will actually become quite quite tough to to just perfect things such that I'll need to revisit.
2: Mm.
3: Mm. I'm looking up on the uh, app store now. It is, oh yeah. Four pounds
0: ninety nine. Ooh. Yes. Slight discount on the Play Store. Four pounds oh. seventy nine.
3: Ooh, <laughs> you're gonna go far with that twenty <laughs> no. fee. Uh can I just air a grievance whilst we're here? Yes. Yes. With um iOS eleven, the app store, Oof. it got rid yeah. of your wish list. Really? And yeah, and it, it's I'm just so angry about it. <laughs> why it's why like, would they do that? I don't know, because you know, it's like yeah, I'll say, you know, put that on my wish list. But maybe not a lot of people knew it was there and they just saw the analytics and thought, not many people use this, let's get rid of it. But it's like, how hard is it just to keep a wish list on your operating system? It, it makes no sense to me.
1: I hate it you Apple. that's I,
0: I don't even yeah. know whether the Play Store has a wish list function. It's not something I've ever looked for.
3: It, why doesn't every single store have a wish list function? You'd Xbox doesn't it, have one. Uh,
0: so it like, does. The place, the Play Store, does have a wish list yeah. function. Does, I just yeah. haven't used it.
3: Yeah, you're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna add. I'm just gonna go and add like two or three things to it now, Good. so they know it's being used. Yeah. <laughs> mm, ridiculous. Anyway,
2: oh, I digress.
3: Nice,
0: nice. Uh, have you got any more games Adol that you yeah. sort of poked at? Maybe, maybe a final one.
1: Sure. Um, oh, final one. Dun dun dun. I'm actually gonna say that, um, I played Dropsy, started playing Dropsy on the. Oh, is that that clown one? Yeah. I didn't
3: like that game.
1: It was confusing as hell. Yeah. Ben talked about it at length, an episode, insert episode title here. Um, (laughs) and, uh, it's weirder than I realized. I
3: I just don't think it has a good point and click structure. It's like, where am I meant to go? What am I meant to do? I, I I just...
0: I didn't like that game. It is very open for sort of exploration and doing it all at kind of like your own yeah. pace. Because it doesn't quite signpost things very well. Mm. No, not yeah, at it, all. You don't
1: really get to know what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah,
3: and when, and when things are like... The worst thing that a point and click can do is make you pixel hunt... And just click everywhere on the screen, thinking, "What am I meant to do? What am I meant to do?" Mm. And so many point and clicks fall foul to that, and when you have no direction or anything like that, that's all you end up doing. And yeah. with pixel art as well, it's hard to make out things as well. So it's like it's not like you know fully rendered, you know, 1080p <laughs> uh, kind of art style where it's like, "Oh yeah, there's a hot dog on the ground right there." It's like, no, yeah. this, this is just a few weird-looking pixels here, and it's like, I don't know what that is.
0: Yeah, and Dropsy isn't the most uh, high-fidelity of pixel art. No. no. Either. It it kind of uh, blurs the, the lines between sort of foreground and background and the characters and the environment and things. I mean, whilst they're definitive, I suppose, in their kind of structure, sometimes the colour can be a little bit off and you kind of walk against a similar-coloured background mm. and suddenly things don't look quite... As they should, but uh, is that done for a reason? Because you're this fucking clown? (laughs) God knows. knows. Probably God
3: knows. It's weird.
0: What did you think of it, Mm. Adam?
1: I I, I, I actually liked the lack of direction after playing it for a little while. Um, But there was definitely a sense of, like, I guess I'm just going to keep walking this way. I, I have an icon on my map. I don't really know what I'm supposed to find there, but cool. I guess I'll go there for a bit, Um, and then like stumbling across townspeople and having the right thing to give to them, Mm. um, and you know turning them from sad people to happy people was like okay. Well, I guess that'll be. I'm guessing that's my quest is to mostly make people happy uh, while exploring. And that yeah, I I might look at it again. No promises though. It it wasn't as Lucy said, it wasn't quite gripping enough and I think part of that is the lack of direction, but I do... I think if it had a better intro to sort of say this is your story up till now, instead of having to like explore your house and kind of get a feel for what might be going on, you might care more about the travails of the the clown, Dropsy, but it's sort of mm, like, yep. I don't really know enough to care, so as yeah. like as soon as I get bored with hunting around for the, finding an object so I can give it to the right person I'm not, I have nothing else invested so that might stop me from coming back to it. Yeah. Drop yeah.
3: C spends too much time wondering if he can make everyone else happy. He didn't stop and think if he should make you happy
1: yeah.
2: and you don't
0: <laughs> Bam. Speaking of a better one person to make happy Yeah, happy.
3: the player But <laughs> um, Better point and click game with a clown I think we we'll weed park, go play that instead Yeah yeah, mm. I'm sure mm. that'll come up in a, well, at least my Game of the Year Oh wow. uh, Nice. because nice. that's a brilliant
2: game. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I am waiting for a uh, a price reduction on it. I know it's been on sale on Steam, but it was only something like 3% off, you know, a 40p discount yeah. or something ridiculous. I, I bought like it that, on
3: so. Xbox when it was on sale, mm. Play, and it's a Play Anywhere game, so I just played it on PC. Okay.
0: No, nice. That, was, that worked out. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um. It's definitely one that I really want to uh, to jump into. I really like sort of like the original Ron Gilbert games and stuff. So. Mm. Uh, kind of. I know he didn't have a, a hand uh, such in in Broken Age. He was at the yeah. studio. He was at Double Fine whilst they were that were making it, and mm. may have had a little bit of uh, sway in the way that it went. Uh, but I really like Broken Age. Um, Good game, yeah.
3: Yeah, Uh, I really like the cave. Uh, It's a brilliant Mm. game. Yeah, Yeah, that I mean, he he worked on that one, didn't he? Yeah, that's his game, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mm. but that was
0: made whilst he was at Double Fine. Yeah,
3: but I think there were like two, well, two teams at least, because I think they're making costume quests and all that around the same time. It's weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, um, So, adult dropsy, you're probably not gonna. Jump back into? Do you think it's put you off sort of point and clicks? Is it a bit too obscure? <laughs> um,
1: I don't think it's point put me off point and clicks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I like I said, it, it's the double edged sword of the openness. I really like the openness, but I think it started to, too open. So, um, if if a shinier thing comes along, there's nothing going to draw me back to Dropsy. Uh, but I, mm. I'll probably poke at it. Like I haven't uninstalled it or anything. Unlike Don't Move. Which is a stupid game, um and that'll <laughs> and i yeah there there were a, a, there? there were some games that didn't last very long, um so uh dropsy Devon stayed on the thing um i I did find a few places where I kind of wish I had a mouse versus the touch because it was not hmm. quite clicking and then. It gives you, especially on... Oh god,
3: uh, that's even worse because I'm thinking of playing it on mobile. I was going to say <laughs> right, because suddenly you don't know if you clicked on the right
1: thing or if that yeah. is the right set of three pixels because <laughs> uh, it might just not be registering properly. Um, I do like the fact that every fire hydrant, if you switch the dog, you'll pee on it and get a get some sort of prize da-na-na-na screen. Um, like, well, at the very least, I know I need to pee on things.
3: <laughs> what other games were in that bundle? Do do you know, or um, you have a list of them? Or well, I don't know when
1: it came out. Is the problem? All right, <laughs> never mind. It wasn't a recent bundle. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Um, the mobile bundles it just, just are really recently good. Recently discovered. Yeah. Humble do good work.
0: Yeah, they do. They um, definitely do.
1: I wonder how I could find that out. Apparently, you
0: have a look, and we'll jump to Lucy uh I imagine you've you know having had a few episodes where you've you've gone through this big list and you've mm, been playing all the i settled know, down a bit <laughs> most recent titles and all of the new releases that you're just going to regale us with talk of every single new game possible
3: <laughs> no nah, I've I've chilled out a bit i mean there are some <laughs> games that i play but I think the two biggest ones I've been playing are Wolfenstein and Mario. So, yeah. it's up to you two. So Do you want to hear about
0: both? T- Do you want to hear about one? I would love to hear yeah. about both. I, I'd like to hear about both. Which one first? Um, the one you prefer.
3: Wolfenstein. Ooh. Okay. We'll start with Wolfenstein. <laughs> Uh, do you, you lot played the New Order, yeah? That was kind of yeah. New Order, yeah. And then there was the Old Blood, the uh, mm-hmm. DLC, which was practically a new game because it was like ten hours long.
0: Yeah, completely.
3: Brilliant games. I think they came out in twenty fourteen. So it's been a good two years since the Old Blood. Mm. Um, it's more Wolfenstein, and I mean that in the best possible way. But it's cranked up. Probably a good. 50 75 percent over the nice. um over the new order uh it basically carries on from uh right where you left the uh the new order at the end because the old blood's a prequel um mm-hmm. but i think if i'm getting this right you just bombed uh castle, castle wolfenstein or something like that. i don't know um <laughs> i can't remember the story but it does a really nice recap at the start of the uh Uh, new Colossus which is good Um, the decision that you make at the start of the new order um, I won't spoil it for anyone Uh, it's something between two characters you basically get to choose um, right at the start of the new uh, Colossus so you don't need any save carried over or something like that Okay. Hmm. so you just pick um, in the recap and it just carries on right from where um, that ended really Uh, BJ's basically still alive which I didn't expect but you know they got to make another game, so yeah, you would be. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and you just get right into the action straight away. Um, you're on this uh, submarine, this Nazi U-boat, and you're in a wheelchair, and you just start blasting Nazis straight away in a wheelchair, <laughs> and it's brilliant. Um, it's it's the same. It's pretty much the same gameplay. You have that, um, you know, really fluid first-person shooting. Um, what they've done in this one is you can dual wield any weapons now because used to um in the first one, you'd have to have basically two pistols or two AK forty sevens or whatever to dual wield those, but now you can have an SMG and a grenade launcher and you can dual wield those and Oh wow. um yeah. And it's just great for tearing through 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 Nazis and it's just bigger and it's bloodier and it's um you get more amped up weapons, some that run on diesel, some that run on electricity. Hmm. You can just no. laser them away or just blast them away. It's, it's so much fun. I mean, if you love killing Nazis, then everyone should. Just It's just so much fun. Um, <laughs> I think uh, the gameplay, Whilst I stick on the gameplay, the gameplay is it's a bit... I'm a bit torn on it because whilst um, the first one, well, the gameplay was solid and uh, I think it's the first one the gameplay possibly a bit better because I think in this one the level design is not as great it's a bit murky and you're not always sure where to go and um, I think the reason for that is because they've made these really intricately detailed and memorable levels Um, like for example your in Manhattan which has been, you know, suffered it's been blown to bits basically after the you know, after or during the war was happening um mm. in this, you know, faux uh alter alternate, you know, history uh kind of thing. But um yeah. and it's like you you're going through these uh like high rises um in New York. I think it, it it might even be the Empire State Building or something that you're climbing up and it's like, you know, it's just bomb to hell and it's really memorable and it's like gosh i mean even though i've never lived in america or something like that um but you know it's american culture you know we're all affected by it because it's in t- on tv and movies comics whatever and it's mm. quite chilling to see something that's so memorable and such a you know a um staple of american culture just blown to bits right and yeah. so that's really memorable in itself but They've to do that. They've kind of compromised on the level design, and it doesn't feel as good okay. going around these spaces. Um, mm. And and I find I'm I'm just past halfway through, probably about two thirds, maybe yeah, or three quarters way through. And you find this in a few of the levels where it's like this is a really memorable um, space. I, I, you know, a lot of the first Wolfenstein, I just remember grey, grey like buildings, and you know. Small tunnels and everything like that. So there wasn't anything as out, outstanding, but I think they've compromised on how you traverse these levels, how it feels, how getting a bit lost in them. I think they've you know slightly compromised on that front. Yeah. yeah. So
0: they've up the up the scale, but lost sort of yeah. the detail almost.
3: Yeah. But on on the other hand, in terms of the gameplay, I think they've learnt a lot from Doom last year, um, mm. and. This is like, I think this game, uh, I don't know if the de- developers intended this, but there are five difficult, five or six difficulty levels. Um, the, the standard one, the default one is basically the second one, uh, second easiest. Right. Um, mm. This is a really hard game. I played the other one on normal. Um, I got, I think it was only the last boss where I dropped the uh, difficulty on the last one. This one, I've just been playing on that default level, but even that's like, it's not normal, it's like one less from normal. Okay, um, but okay. But it's still the default one. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I because, hate when they do that. Mm, the default is normal, that's the way that works.
3: Yeah, but this is like, if there's six, you'd think the normal one's is three, isn't it? Whereas they set yeah. you off on two, and it's like, okay, I'm just going to play on two. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, you can change it at any point. You don't have to restart the game. You, you can start from right from the level. I remember I got in a little bit of a tight spot, and I dropped the difficulty just to get out of it and ups it back again. You know, it's, it, I love when games do that. You can just up and down the difficulty. Yeah, as long as it doesn't compromise anything. But um, but yeah, and and in this one, it, you you want to feel overpowered, just like in Doom, and you want to get you know, you want to get up in the Nazis' faces, basically, yeah. and you don't want to be. Sitting and covering from, you know, shooting from cover or anything like that, because that's when you get killed. You'll get surrounded and you'll get killed. You're meant to be running around, jumping around, you know, yeah, just running gun, run and sort gun, sort of
1: gun
3: FPS. Yeah, and I think the gameplay has benefited from that as well. So even though you know it's been compromised in one part, I think they've learnt from Doom and just changed the gameplay in that sense. Because the first Wolfenstein was mostly about stealthing your way and sleuthing your way through things you know taking out the commandants um so they don't raise alarms and stuff like that but yeah, now I, I just don't that. give a, i don't care i just go in and go shoot everybody and it feels great it's
0: pure guns blazing yeah nice yeah that's but, cool yeah that's cool but
3: on the story it's one of the best video game stories i've ever played really it, it's fantastic the writing is so good the characters the voice acting you don't even notice the voice acting because it just feels so natural and it's like yeah it's and it's obviously with current events, it's taken on extra meaning yeah. um, mm. recently. Unfortunately, but well, you know, wolfenstein have been around for ages, etc. But and they obviously wouldn't have intended it to take on extra meaning, but it has. And it's mm. just it it's chilling to the core, and it deals with subject matter that's that no other video game would go into racism, you know, fascism, right. You know, love relationships, everything, everything like that, and it's so well done. And <laughs> even what, though it's what, touching at moments, it gets so crazy at other <laughs> moments. It's, it's that's really nice to hear, though, that that it that yeah. it
1: has you know an emotional breadth.
3: Yeah, I mean that's the reason why I loved Mafia last year. The gameplay wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind it, but it wasn't great. Yeah. But the story was it was fantastic and you think you must have blown all your budget on the story but this <laughs> is like never <laughs> happens yeah yeah it doesn't and that tackle you know subjects of racism as well and you know this one tackles child abuse racism everything it runs a whole gamut of everything and it's it tackles it so well and there's always a payoff it's like it's violent but it's not gratuitously violent right. or disturbing just for the sake of it there is payoff for that and and yeah, it does get crazy, which is, yeah. it's just, it's just nuts. Just play it. It's, it, 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 it won't beat Horizon, I don't think, by the time I get to the, you know, end of it, but it's definitely sitting second now.
1: Wow. It's, it's a fantastic Quality.
3: game. Everyone should play nice. it. It's the best yeah, game yeah. that came out on the 27th of October. <laughs> 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 Excellent. <laughs> going we have to
1: mm. put that on my
0: list. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't. I suppose I don't find it that strange. I just find it uh, ridiculous that we've had two games. Uh, uh one um, Wolfenstein two,
2: mm. and
0: the other, which is a, a big first person shooty, people in the face franchise, which are all about killing Nazis. Oh, yeah. Has anyone played that? And only and only one got a load of shit. Mm-hmm. Who who oh, has yeah, seen any <laughs> outrage about Call of Duty for killing Nazis? Ah, uh, but that's be because fair, it's, fair, it's historical. <laughs> but and it's fair, not in America. Think, uh, I don't, well, it, I, because it obviously happened, that's fine. Yeah,
3: I don't think Call of Duty lent into that marketing as much mm, as yeah. time mm. because. To be honest, they don't really market their story that much. You see adverts for that's it, but you don't. Re- they don't really market the story campaign yeah, part you, of that game. You get
0: maybe one story trailer, and that's kind of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the other thing is, like, it is a warfare, trench warfare game, right? Versus yeah. Wolfenstein is 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 about the cultural takeover. It's about yeah Nazis in situ, true living in excuse me in america right yeah in their alternate history it's It's still a bunch of bullshit that they're suddenly making a fuss now because it's not like this wasn't a thing before
0: yeah it completely it maybe it just kind of hits a bit too close to home for for some of the audience it
3: really does i mean some of the you just hear characters just you know speaking you know dialogue and stuff like this and you know, amb- ambient dialogue just in the back, or just reading letters, pick- looking at posters and stuff like that, and you just think, mm. "Oh, this is the internet," you know. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you know? This is, and it's it's chilling because it's like this is what's happening in society now, and it's like yeah. I'm sure the writers, because writers, you know, they leave the projects earlier than most people, you know, on a game, and it's like they've probably been writing this material for years. well, And the mm-hmm. fact that it's had <laughs> it makes so much sense now. It's just it's absurd but it just yeah. takes on extra meaning which makes a game even better
1: <laughs> yeah really? i bet mm. I, I know I, i'm on a on an american gaming um facebook group and they mm. the one the members of the group who picked it up were like talking about serious catharsis as it's a fairly left-wing group so they're like is, this yeah, this is. is amazing like like it is i'm i'm <laughs> so happy to just kill nazis in america yeah. It is.
3: It is. It is very cathartic. It yeah. is very much.
0: Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Just, just to be able to see clan members' heads explode. I haven't got to that, but I cannot and... wait to get to that. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> uh, before we jump into talk on Mario, um, uh, I'm not really going to talk about a game. Um, I played a lot. Of uh, Hand of Fate two recently because I've just reviewed it for the site, and I made a little video review of it as well. So wow. if you haven't seen that yet, listener, go over to Avalized on that, have a look, watch the video. Or go to YouTube; it's there as well. Um, on I believe it's Avalized Pod on YouTube, um, but it's all up there. It's all there to to hear about what I thought about the game. Uh, but I wanted to just touch on my PlayStation saga. <laughs> My ongoing (laughs) PlayStation absence. Um, I put out a tweet yesterday because the Frozen Wilds released. That's right. Saying I'm still really salty about not having a PlayStation and it being stolen because I really want to play the Frozen Wilds because I want to play More Horizon. Uh, And a a, a friend, someone um, from Weymouth where I grew up who uh, I went to school with, messaged me and said, "Hey man." uh, I've got a, a spare PlayStation Four. I upgraded to a Pro a few oh, months wow. ago. I've just had the I've just had it sat here. Uh, uh, um, do you want it? Uh, I you know I was thinking of, of flogging it sort of secondhand, but I'll give it to you for a hundred quid.
2: Nice.
3: I
0: thought yes, yes, I <laughs> definitely want this. I was saving for Black Friday. I'm not going to buy one yeah for less than a hundred pounds no. that 's the best deal no. i i 'm possibly going to get that 's really nice yeah it. it it is it I is thought you were going to say and...
3: no, give me the pro and you have that one <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe I should um and i I kind of i 've got this long uh list in my head which is never going to be fulfilled of all of these games I want to purchase for the extra money that i 'd saved up to go towards the playstation four so the Frozen Wilds, mm. um, I'd I really, I missed and really wanted to play everybody's golf. Mm. Uh, and there's a few other games that I'm sort of like really, really dying to play. And then I got a message this morning. Uh-oh. Saying I'm really sorry from from this lad, but I'd previously offered it to somebody else. No. And they turned up this morning into the office with an envelope of cash. <laughs>
1: For, um, the, for the for the for
0: the original price, I was going to sell it for not the kind of um, I'm trying yeah. to be a nice person. Here's it for a reduced price because yours was stolen. How did he forget that? Uh, I know he, he didn't. He didn't forget <laughs> yeah. it. I assume this person had just said to him, "No, I'm all right. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't okay. want it." Yeah. And then had just turned up today. Mm with the money for it. So <laughs> I don't have a PlayStation oh, on its way. And, go. and I will be waiting for Black Friday. Oh, yeah. but they, they're doing,
3: a... they do good deals. I'm, I'm sure you can pick they one up for like 200 quid with like 10 games. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, what are they at the moment? They're like 230 pounds without a game for sort of like a base unit. Mm. I would have, I've, I've essentially got... 200 quid sat waiting right thinking that maybe they'd drop down just for a base unit for something like 180 uh you know i've i've, I've got horizon sat at adults place still yeah so sort of as soon as i've got a machine i can grab that back and the frozen wilds is what 15 quid yeah so that's sort of not a huge amount um you know it's still within kind of like what i've got saved plus by black friday i've had a little bit more saved as well mm-hmm. Uh, battlefront 2 also comes out in sort of a week Mm -hmm. so that's kind of going to be around the same sort of time so there's still hope yeah i've just got to wait that that little bit longer but at least i'm still waiting the same amount of time i thought i'd be waiting and just just be glad there's no uh,
3: exclusives out this holiday anyway so it doesn't (laughs) matter if it was like oh next uh holiday when there's spot Potentially Spider-Man and God of War and Detroit. Yeah. Then yeah, then you'd be scuffed. But there's nothing that's out. It, it. They they, they, they did it like... just for you, Ben. They, <laughs> they cleared yeah, their well, kind completely... just for
0: you. <laughs> had we have seen Paris Games Week in the the Detroit trailer oh, had finished with uh, you know All winter the 2017, yeah. then um, <laughs> I might have been a bit even more salty <laughs> than uh, than I possibly am. But I mean, you could you literally know. wait till 2019 and probably still be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I dabbled with the idea of picking up the Pro. Mm, and how much is that thought,
3: nowadays? Is it like three fifty or something? Like
0: that? It's got to be. I think it's three fifty mm. something like that. It's about a hundred pounds more than the uh, than the standard unit. Right. Um, but I did see that they've just released a bundle which is the Pro and five games. Mm. Oh yeah, but the five games um, weren't that
2: great
3: though. Two were. Well, it's Horizon and um, Uncharted Lost Legacy, but the rest. Who wants uh, yeah. wipeout?
0: Oh oh yeah why hawk respect sports. to
3: it it's like you know i mean it's a good deal well, anyway
0: but it's like it's an extra it's an hmm. extra 100 pounds for for five games isn't yeah. it yeah, that's not that great uh but i am kind of i don't have the 4k i don't have the 4k tv uh, i'm not going to benefit much in, all. in terms of, of graphics yeah. and so fidelity. you're not getting an uh, xbox
3: one x are you <laughs>
0: Uh, so yes, yeah, so I've decided to jack it all in, and I've I've sold my left arm, as you can see, yeah. I don't have it anymore. Um, and I'm 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 getting the Xbox One X. I'm jumping ship across the yeah. sides. Yeah, I mean the the average no. thief
1: might not steal an Xbox. Harder to fly. It's maybe. too heavy. <laughs>
0: Oh, haven't they slimmed down the model? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, definitely the, got, it's uh, got to be a smaller the unit. Well, the S, was, small.
1: the S was slim, but then they came out with yeah. the triple X bone, and it's possible that it's just as heavy. I don't know. I'm sure I'm it sure No, it apparently isn't. it's quite
3: heavy. It's small. It's smaller than the S, but apparently it's quite heavy.
1: Oh, uh, it's a dense <laughs> so, system, hey?
3: Yeah. Well, they got all that Hovis spread thing in it. Yeah, they all... I do. I
0: don't know whether either of you, you gonna... have seen any of the... You know, teraflops are heavy. Bits that come with it.
3: Hmm.
0: Go on, Ben. <laughs> teraflops are. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: they are. <laughs> um,
3: I don't
0: know whether either of you seen any kind of uh, unboxings or anything about it, but um, I know that when normally when they've slimmed down a model, uh, it's be- because they've you know um, uh, the economy uh, of a lot of the tech has been um, revised and a lot of it's a lot better. But sometimes with a slimmer model, they've removed the power brick. So yeah. you you, yeah. you often often have it as a separate um a, a separate unit that kind of just I suppose, sits by Well that's your, but that's your, what the Xbox plug. um one has but always Xbox had. Xbox
3: one had yeah. yeah. But the S and yeah. the X don't have a power brick.
0: They don't. No, so they've no, managed no. to slim down the That's model why I to got an S because it, yeah, yeah. it
3: was small and it didn't have a power brick in it. And, yeah, it's mm. better yeah. in every
0: single way. Mm. But um yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh yeah, so uh, at some point I'll have a PlayStation, but I'm still PC gaming at the moment, and that's Master what Ace. I played. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm better than everybody, you are. <laughs> uh, and that's what I am. Um, that's what I played *Hand of Fate 2 on. So Excellent. go and take a look at that. Um, but let's get back to. Um, I suppose I'm more intrigued about Mario than I am about Wolfenstein, because mm. I kind of know what to expect yeah. with Wolfenstein. Uh, whereas I keep hearing, you know, that Mario is maybe a mashup of Mario sixty four and a little bit of Galaxy, or that it leans maybe a bit more into kind of like Sunshine and and.
3: Oh, I wouldn't have things. a clue because I didn't play any of the three D games because until now, <laughs> Mario three D was not for me. You know, three D Mario was not for me because I was like, just give me a two D Mario. And and the worst thing about playing this game is because what intrigued me to it is that you have these two D sections in it.
2: Mm.
3: In most levels, and you have them quite often, and it's like, just make a 2D Mario game, for God's sake, you know? I'd love another 2D Mario, but they're just not going to do that, and that depresses me.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. It mm. almost jumps into that kind of like 16-bit it's, side-scrolling. It's, yeah, it's eight, kind
3: of 8-bit. It, it's going back to, you know, the like first Mario. So, okay, okay. yeah, it's, it's really? Just...
1: It's that pixelated garbage? Yeah,
3: yeah it's... <laughs> Get him off the pod right now, please. Oh, come on. 16 mute 16 mic.
1: versus 8-bit was... If, you, if you're into old...
3: Yeah, but you have Mario 3, which is the best Mario, so... Don't know what you're on about, mate. No, that's fair. Don't know what you're on about. Mute his mic. <laughs> I, I didn't
1: say games with that graphical fidelity were bad. I said hmm. that 8-bit versus yeah. 16-bit, there's a, a large difference in graphical quality while still being yeah. old school.
3: Yeah but, yeah, but but they're doing True. the they're Mario doing, like, one. Super yeah. Mario it, one, like
1: you you're you're like a seven pixel monstrosity. <laughs> 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 now we're going to get to some be honest. Hate. It's <laughs> like okay,
3: it's eight bit, but it actually I won't spoil it. But yeah, there there is you know prior to Super Mario Bros. Um, little little Easter egg. So yeah, cool. but um, nice. but it's a Mario Super Mario Bros. Art, art and right. mechanics and everything in those two D sections.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, yeah, it's a it's a really good game, you yeah? know, spectacular game. It deserves its ten out of ten, but for me,
1: what about if it's six yeah, out
3: of five? That was just stupid. Oh,
0: I did see that. Yeah. yeah,
3: eleven out of ten. Or whatever. Sorry, it, it's it, it's a brilliant game, but I just wish it was two D. That's what I mean. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I. I'm coming into 3D Mario fresh. I can't speak to the old ones, but it's it's a collect-a-thon. Um You're basically going through these. Well, I'll start at the beginning. Mario's hat is gone. He befriends a hat called Cappy, who's a floating hat with sentient eyes and everything. And it's like, yeah, be my friend, Bowser took Peach again. Yeah, and. Um, basically they're going on this worldwide well adventure um in a balloon called the odyssey Hmm. and basically you have to collect moons power moons in each uh kingdom to fire up the ship to go to the next one so it's each level you're going through you know a set number of um basically things to do it's like oh you need to defeat this boss you need to go here do that right and then you get um some moons and then you can move on to the next level um the campaign is far too easy and (laughs) i I understand accessibility but it's like mario one any anybody can play that yeah i played it and i probably didn't even have all my teeth yet so it's like why can't this game still be accessible? But be a little bit more challenging than it was. It was way too easy. Mm-hmm. If if I'd if play this at the end, I'd just be like Lucy, just blast through the campaign because you can probably complete the campaign in like three hours.
1: Oh wow! It's really yeah,
3: three four hours. It's it's not hard. It's like because I never died. I never died at a boss. I never died at any two oh, D. Um, le- you know levels. I only died when the camera's been an arsehole. Because the camera is good for all intents and purposes, but it is still a 3D game, so it's like I was say, it's, it's
0: a bit standard Mario camera, though. Yeah,
3: it's it's it, it's it's a bit iffy now and then. It's not mm. too much of a problem. Mm. I say ninety percent of the time it works, but that ten percent of the time, especially when you're doing something more complex, which I'll get onto later, um, it can become an issue. Um, but you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's bad. It's just what it is. It's the technology, and it's like they've done as best as they can. Um, yeah it's yeah. not too much of a problem but it's it's far too easy and you can i just I' just blast through the campaign and it's after you've got through the campaign, which has really good highlights There are not nice callbacks mm. and the levels are really well made and um each level is centered around a certain enemy type which you capture you take over you right you know with the camp. absorb its soul and basically kill it yeah you kill t rexes so each level is, um, you know, centered around that. So say in the T-Rex level, you have to break down blocks and then you can get through the next level or this and that, or like in the underwater levels, you can take over a cheat sheet and you can swim around. so each level is, you know, really well designed because it, um, mm. it's centered around a certain mechanic. Right. And which is good because it's like, keeps things fresh. It's like, okay, there's a yeah. new mechanic in every single world. Right. So, um, that's good. Um. Yeah, that the, there are some really good highlights like after the Metro Kingdom and the final fight with Bowser. Really good. And it's like you can see what's coming and it's like it's telegraphed, but it's like Yeah, it's still really cool when it happens. Okay. <laughs> but um <laughs> nice. But yeah, nice. after after the credits roll, um, that's when the game actually starts and that's quite crazy to me. It's like because you basically um end up unlocking i don't want to spoil it you basically end up creating a chain reaction which makes each level get a bit more um densely populated with characters and things to do and moons to collect and okay that's when the more challenging so i mean it's not hard by any means i mean i think i'm up to like i've been playing a lot to be fair i think i'm up to like 700 moons now oh wow 999 which is ridiculous
0: of course um, putting some time in then
3: yeah i've probably played a good 30 hours up to this point
1: oh wow um, yeah
0: yeah Con- considering sort of uh as you say sort of that kind of story mode is is quite short yeah. you know the the accessible baby game element yeah. of it before it kind of opens up into the more complex yeah more complex stuff it, it, it's decent i suppose that you're still going yeah. you've still got stuff to do after 30 hours yeah
3: because you know, I would never say there's not enough to do. There's definitely a lot to do. And it's like, it's one of those games where it's just, you're just simply collecting stuff. But it every moon, well, not everyone, some of the main campaign, is just like, oh, there's a moon just sitting out there. It's like, just go collect it. Oh, yeah, this was hard just walking over here. Um, but every moon has a different puzzle behind it. And I think that's, you know, hmm. the amount of time and care and attention that takes. And it's, it's really good. It's um, the de- you can tell the developers uh, took a lot of care and attention to everything, and it's just it's just a love letter to fans and yeah of of the franchise. Whether, whether if you only play the two D ones like me, or whether you've played them all up until Odyssey, and it's I think <laughs> it's a bit strange. But it's like where do they go from here in terms of you can't cash mm-hmm. in on nostalgia so much, you know, yeah. unless you wait another yeah. ten years until the next Mario. It's like there's not much more nostalgia that you can cash in on. There's a lot of, you know, enemies and characters and outfits that are related to past Marios and everything. And um, I think the lead of the game is, he, he's not, he's probably quite young. He's probably, you know, late 30s right? at the mm. most, I'd say, or early 40s or something. So it's like, he, he grew up with Mario, so it's like... You know, yeah. he's nostalgic about it, and I think the team are just like... You know, they're probably the, the younger generation. It's like they know what to do to hit people's right. buttons. And a lot of the game is based on that nostalgia, and I think that's why people like it so much. That's why I like it a lot as well. But, um, but yeah, um, in terms of the post-game stuff, I wish some of that challenge was in the actual game.
2: Uh, but
3: uh. even so... um. They're still you know I'm having fun with it. I've put a lot of time into it. I'm not going to collect all of the moons because some of them are just not fun you well, know some people some people mm, do it yeah. and I just don't understand It's like fair enough you if you want to, but i you have to draw the line where it's like this is just an annoying chore, yeah, especially in on a platform which doesn't have any inbuilt achievement system as well. It doesn't make any sense to me I mean I've got achievements on xbox so i've grinded and done stupid things had four controllers on at the same point just to get achievements on xbox (laughs) but it's like it has achievements and these achievements actually mean something because xbox live rewards you get monetary value from it whatever whatever but it's like nintendo doesn't have that so i think people are just doing it. it's like yeah i got 999 moons okay (laughs) You are insane because some of these are not fun, and some of them you have to use motion controls. Right? And Ooh. yeah, I, I think the game should be a five out of ten because it's asking for you to use motion controls in <laughs> 2017, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Uh, they got to make the most of the
0: system, haven't they? It's ridiculous. I mean, you've got to do it with your 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 marquee title. It's
3: ridiculous because as soon as that comes up. comes up on, like, the splash screen. You can use motion controls, and they, they want you to play it with the Joy-Con separated, you know, just have the Joy-Con, and do some stupid Like, like a, a Wii. Yeah, you know, like and it's like, Wii. who plays games like that? Who does that? I've been playing it exclusively handheld. Oh, ladies. <laughs> yes, that's true, but, not, but, you know, you throw your hip out or something if you're going like that all the time, <laughs> if you're hat. But... Yeah, I turned it off straight away, and there was one moon where I was like, how the hell do you get this? Because I hadn't had any of the motion controls tutorials on, because I turned it off straight away, mm. and then I had to look it up, this was the only moon that I looked up a guide for, everything else I've been able mm. to find on my own, and and it was like, you have, have to use motion controls to jump higher, and I did it once, and I was like, okay, never using motion controls again. And I know the puzzles now that you need motion controls for. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing so it. So you
0: you need the motion control to jump higher. Yeah, if you go like so that, there's, there's a mechanic. There's a mechanic locked behind a certain way to yeah. use the control pad. But that doesn't affect the main game. You can you or can go through the game, if, um, you know,
3: without motion controls, which is what I did, and I didn't realise that some situations would probably be a bit easier, but it's like, then it, the game would just be even easier. I don't even want that. And mm, then yeah, yeah. it was because I couldn't figure out what how I couldn't get this star, mm. which was just a vertical jump. I did everything and it's like, okay, I can't get this. I looked up a guide, it's like, oh, you need to shake the Joy-Con to get higher. And I'm just like, why can't that? Because there's so many buttons that aren't used on the Switch. You're not... You're not using half of the buttons, even half of the buttons on the switch. Right. Why can't you just map this to a certain button? And there's there's another thing to, you know, make your hat go around in a circle. That's quite hard to do, just like, you know, using the Joy-Cons normally. You can, you know, rotate the stick, but that's mm. hard to do. And there's a certain puzzle which you need to do that. And it's like, I'm not getting that moon because I'm not using motion control. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> it's
0: absolutely redundant. But I suppose, as as you say, you know, if you, you don't really care about that sort of like 100% no. completion about getting every moon, then you don't need to worry about it.
3: Right? No, but it's like, I shouldn't have to... I mean, that's just me personally, but it's like, mm. I shouldn't have to walk away from a puzzle which I know how to solve just because... The developer has not has guarded it, has blocked it behind these pointless motion controls, which yeah, nobody yeah. wants to use. If you're using a pro sure. controller, apparently it's not that good. I'm using handheld. I'm not going to shake my console yeah. just to climb faster or to jump higher or to do anything like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a real slight against the game, and I, and people have just overlooked it, and I think it's criminal. They should mm. map those things to a button on the... Con- it should be optional. I was just saying, the, I think the, the
1: big thing is that you shouldn't be prevented, especially when there are free buttons. There's no reason why you shouldn't yeah. have the option to to use them.
3: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I won't be getting these moons. Some of the moons, because they're not fun, but some of the ones that I, you know, know how to solve but are gated behind motion control. It's like, nah, screw it. Yeah. Go... Go f yourself, <laughs> Nintendo. Seriously, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's Mario. It's a really good game. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excellent. I might. uh yeah. Good. I have to dig the switch out. And, um...
3: mm-hmm. It's a really fun game. Is it? It's just uplifting. I'm, I'm, yeah,
1: it's I really I looked right. it up while you were talking about it, um, and it's forty one pounds on Amazon, mm-hmm. or forty seven. Sorry, forty one ninety nine or forty six ninety nine for the digital to- code. I was like, "Fuck you! Yeah. You cannot charge <laughs> five pounds more yeah, for my did. inability to sell it. Are you crazy?" But that, that's
3: with every digital game, every on uh, every platform. The tax is the
0: tax, isn't it, on digital games yeah. that, that put, keeps the price of them up? Is that Go, what going, it is? I'm, 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 going
3: to going yeah. to Smiths or something yeah. like that, and, buy and get a digital code, and it's the same price as the physical one. Yeah, and you'll be fine. Yeah.
0: That's a good shot. Yeah. Nice, yeah, because you're you're not buying it digitally. Uh, my, You're my buying the... a physical piece of paper yeah, with a code on exactly. So it's a different tax bracket.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's I another had, conversation. I had no idea. This country is fucked.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, In many Well, that's not yeah. the only <laughs> No,
1: that's, that's the only reason. <laughs> Up until now, I thought it was smooth sailing on calm seas. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's all down to just yeah. tax. That's this exactly specific
1: singular tax.
2: Uh... <laughs>
0: Oh, well, maybe we'll get into that on a different mm-hmm. episode The joys of digital versus physical Just in terms of price and the way that it's structured uh, But I think for this week that's probably a good place to, to stop uh, Let's chat beers Adol, how was your beer?
1: Um, I didn't end up getting much more observations uh, I like how wet it was meant mm. I could sip it and not feel like I needed more drink really soon uh, it was also a nice balance of sort of a little citrus and then mostly just sort of sweet tropicaly flavor. It was a good solid pale ale. Um, no specific yeah. um, taste jumping out. Just a solid pale ale.
0: Nice, nice, cool. It's a very, it's a very short thing to describe, isn't it? When we're enjoying yeah. one beer <laughs> each. Um, Lucy, how about you? Uh,
3: yeah, as soon as it you know got a bit warm, I'm probably up above that. You know seven degrees, uh, kind of temperature, it just elevated it to a new level. It was, it's really a nice, oh, pale ale. Yeah. Um, hazy, fruity, smooth, uh, lots of fruits, lots of tropical fruit, bitterness just to round it out. It's really good. Um, definitely check out Whiplash. Uh, the other beers that I've had from them are called Phantasm Plains, which was a pale ale, and there was mm. also a. Double IPA called Let It Happen from mm. them as well. Both standout beers. Definitely, uh, nice. Pick up some of their beers if you can. How about you? Bill? Yeah,
0: I'll have to. Uh, I'll have a look for them. Are uh, the the Backwards Bastard. Um. It definitely dulled the more I drank it. My palate definitely got used to that kind of that sweetness, uh, that, that bourbon kind of uh, burn. Right. And it's, it's not really that kind of bourbon burn. You're not really getting that. Um, we had the uh, Bon Chance uh, a couple of weeks ago, the beer that's been made by Good Chemistry with um, Chance Encounters. Yes. We tried it on that episode. That beer tastes like a beer, but it does give you that kind of like alcohol burn right. as well. It's 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 quite similar to this, but with this, this is kind of a little bit more watered down, perhaps you don't quite get a, a beer right. flavour from it. Uh, and, and whilst the, the, the bourbon kind of, and, and oak smokiness is kind of dulled a little bit, I have, I don't know whether it's because I've just drank more, or more and more and larger sips, mm. but it is a little bit mm. drier. Uh, the more you drink it, and it definitely loses a little bit of that flavour, and perhaps some of that sweetness is is that alcohol kind right. of pushing through a little bit. Uh, it's it's a nice enough beer. Um, I'm not sure had it, well, I, I definitely wouldn't have another after having one, um, but I'm not sure if I saw it in in a bottle shop mm-hmm. or in a pub somewhere that I I choose it over over something else. It's uh it's a difficult beer to kind of. Get your head around and and drink really. I um, suppose
1: on this on the subject of beers that taste like other things, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Storm Brewing, which is a small. Mm. It's the first craft brew, microbrew in Vancouver, established '94, I think. Yeah, uh, and uh-huh. they are still a tiny spot in East Hastings. Um, you know, they ha- they don't have a license to sell pints or flights. They just on donation, let you they give you a cup and you can try up to six beers, and they have a rotation cool. of really cool seasons. Um Because it was Halloween, Gosh. they had like a bunch of sort of Halloweeny type
3: pumpkin spice. None,
1: not oh, a yeah. single one. None, but like oh, wow. like <laughs> their their vampire blood ale was uh, pomegranate and grapefruit ale. Um, Interesting. They uh, but they had an apple pie ale pale ale which tasted like apple pie which was very weird nice because it like legit tasted like an apple pie while still retaining some Mm. beer characteristics they Mm. had a um a turkish coffee um ale um which again turkish Turkish coffee stout which was very cardamomy um and and tasted you know gave you that very reminiscent of arabic coffee style stuff um and so yeah they, they have a plethora of of sort of they do as a bunch of small batches of, of very interesting beers and, and they're all a lot of taste matching uh well and none of it really they only once or twice was like this doesn't taste like beer most of the time yeah uh so i went with friends and um we um each tried six different beers um it sounds like heaven yeah and and it was great
3: how long till vancouver how, how... How long till you take us?
1: Ah, until, I... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but once once we get more of those iTunes reviews and advertisers, we can afford a, a big trip. Um, but yeah, I thoroughly recommend if you're ever in Vancouver, checking out Storm, um, just because it one it's a nice sort of piece of Vancouver beer history, being you know it's one of the oldest. But also they're doing some really cool experimental things while still sort of still tasting like beer for the most part. I mean, like I yeah. said, a couple exceptions, but most of it was beer with a strong taste of, holy crap, I didn't know beer could taste like blank.
3: Yeah. And you say mm, 94 yeah. they were established. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> how the the oldest and it's like 94. Four, yeah. But yeah, it just shows how young craft beer is, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah At the time, yeah, I think they probably would have called themselves a microbrewery. Back in mm. the 90s and early mm. 2000s, craft wasn't as big of a, a term. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Obviously in two thousand seventeen it's not mm-hmm. either.
1: Only only by some <laughs> some subset of the prats of beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
0: speaking of iTunes reviews, you should go to iTunes and give us a rating and a review or your podcast service of choice because it spreads the word, it gets more people into the conversation. We can chat more about beer and games with lots of people then and spread the love. Yeah. I guess. Uh, you you could also go to outoflives.net, look at other uh, articles, look at reviews, such as the Hand of Fate 2 review that I've just done, listen to other podcasts. Uh, you can get us at tankedup underscore cast on Twitter. I'm at nova underscore 47. Adel is... At the Omniarch. At... Yes, good,
1: good. On all of on the, all things. All the things.
0: Except Twitch. Uh, at... <laughs> 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 uh, and Lucy, you are two different things
3: uh, Just Juicy Loose 9 on uh, Xbox, PlayStation and Untapped And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at beerresistible underscore
1: Also go to car
3: Yeah, I, I will Ooh. get around to updating that
0: <laughs> was the, was the last one the the the, uh, the phantasma the gluten free? It was a long time ago, <laughs> I
3: can't even remember. <laughs> it was something.
0: Was You've got up. more time now. Yeah, though. I do, you and it's criminal time. that I haven't done anything yeah. with it. So. I see you on Untapped drinking all the time. You just need yeah. to copy paste those reviews. So I am pretty reviews. much
3: doing something. It's just that I don't remember it. Huh?
1: You just need to yeah. copy paste those Untapped reviews.
3: Or, I could, but yeah. I don't really write anything because half the time I'm out of my mind anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> fair enough.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wouldn't translate well.
0: Right. <laughs> um, next episode, uh, we are having some guests. Uh, we're getting together with, uh, uh, I believe, both Alan and Zoe from uh, Brewgooder, who are making some beers for people. Oh, I've just heard someone scream my name, so oh, I'm gonna have. To go. Fair enough. Adam, can you just finish off and maybe <laughs> yeah, I'll, cut I'll it I'll just in?
1: cut the next episode thing, so just say goodbye.
0: Bye.
3: Bye bye.
1: Bye. Totally not going to cut any of it. This is right. just the
0: way it is Yeah. No, you're not. At all. She has yeah, just no woken up, yeah. so i go. I timing. But. Test one, two. Test, test. Ben is speaking. Ben needs water. Testing, testing.